Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Hey everyone, today we are moving forward and looking at Colossians 3 verse 7. If you remember, Paul has just mentioned that we are to put to death all forms of sexual immorality or what is earthly in us, our sinful tendencies. And he says we are to do that because it's on account of those things that the wrath of God is coming. Now in verse 7, he wants to remind us that we can actually do this. We can put these things to death because while they did define us, they once did, they no longer do. And because we are not defined by these things, we must not live according to these things. So let's see how he explains that. Here's the wording. Colossians 3 verse 7. In these two you once walked when you were living in them. So verse 7 is speaking of what is earthly in us, our sin nature, the sins we lived in, the things that the wrath of God is coming against. He wants to remind Christians that those things were once our life. Did you notice in the verse that there's a parallel structure to it? So in English translations, we change the wording slightly to make it readable. But in Greek, it just reads, in these, speaking of the sins that he mentioned before, in these, you walked, you lived in these. Okay, that's basically how the sentence is structured. So the point that Paul is getting us to see is that these things were who we were. The worldly things that are against the will and way of God, they marked our lifestyle. And he uses that phrase again, walk, which we've talked about before. It means our conduct, our behavior. And if there's any intended difference between the way Paul uses walk and the way he uses the word live in verse 7, the idea that we lived in these things might go beyond our conduct or our behavior, and he might be talking about a settledness in our life. What I mean by that is Paul is trying to show us that sins aren't something we sometimes did. We lived in sin. It was who we were. It was our identity. It was our lifestyle. That is who you were. Which brought me to a question as I was meditating on this verse. So here was kind of my thought process. So much of what Paul has been saying in Colossians has been trying to move our eyes away from who we once were, away from our old self and old habits, and he has been trying to move us towards seeing ourselves in Christ, seeing the new self, seeing ourselves as united to Christ, not isolated in ourselves or in our sin or in death. So why then here would Paul tell us to put to death all that is earthly or sinful in us, explain what that means, show how God's wrath is coming, and then remind us that's who we used to be? Why does Paul want to remind you of who you once were? Or let me just ask it a little more directly. Why is it important to reflect on the sins of our past? 
on that old self, to use Paul's language in this chapter. Because I think many people, including many Christians, would argue that we shouldn't dwell on the past. We shouldn't go back to thinking about our old selves. And while I do agree that there could be some harm in that, and it could be bad for some people in certain situations, that is what Paul seems to be encouraging here. So the question I was left with was, why is it important to remember our past? I think Paul is hinting at what is a neglected, or maybe even for many, an unknown spiritual discipline. And that is the spiritual discipline of remembering. Now, I know that may sound odd or new to some of you, but a spiritual discipline, it's just a practice that helps to form you. And over and over in the Bible, we are commanded to remember. A lot of times, these are calls in the Bible to remember God's character or his faithfulness or his love to us. So he'll remind his people of what he has done for them and why they can trust him, how he brought them out of Egypt, how he provided a land for them, how he provided them a king, how he protected them from their enemies, how he remained faithful through their unfaithfulness. Over and over, he tells them when they struggle to trust him to remember. And that is an incredibly formative practice or discipline. God also oftentimes tells Israel to remember that they were once slaves. He's telling them to remember who you were. For instance, when he tells them to remember the Sabbath, he says they should do that because they were slaves and God rescued them from their oppressive work and lifestyle. In order to get them to obey in a command, he says, remember who you once were and what I've done for you. When he tells them that they must treat people with honor and dignity and not to oppress others, he says they need to do that by remembering that they were once oppressed slaves. So part of their formative practice of loving God and loving others is remembering where they came from. And I think that is what Paul is calling Christians to here. He is saying, Christian, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget who you once were. And what's important to note is that he's not doing this in order to bring new moments of shame, guilt, or condemnation. He's not doing it to make them feel bad about themselves or to sulk in the wrong things of their past. I think he's doing it as a humble reminder for the community of God's people. Because the reality is, people always drift toward thinking better of ourselves than we ought to. You know, we don't drift into genuine humility. We drift toward pride of a puffed up view of ourselves. And it's easy for Christian communities to then see outsiders or non-Christians or even new Christians and judge them for their sin in their life. It would be easy for Christians reading Colossians to look at the sexual sins of verse 5 and think, yeah, some people really need to figure out their life. And what we don't say there, but what we mean is they need to figure out their life like I have. Paul is saying, don't forget, you once lived in these sins. Your conduct was one of sin. And it is purely by the grace of Jesus that paid for those sins and gave you a resurrected life that you can now put those sins to death. 
He's saying, remember who you once were. So here's my challenge to you today. I want to encourage you to take a few moments to consider the sins of your past. And I'm not saying you need to drum up every hard moment or mistake or wrong thing you've done, but let your mind sit in your sinful nature for a moment. And maybe even let God bring something to mind. And whatever is coming to mind, that piece of your old sinful identity, I want you to do this. I want you to read verse 7 and specifically highlight in your mind the past tense of this verse. Listen to it again. He's saying to Christians about sinful things, in these you too once walked when you were living in them. Christian, whatever's coming to your mind, that is not who you fundamentally are anymore. And that reality that you are new in Christ, it shouldn't make us forget what we once did. It should make us worship Jesus for saving us from who we once were. All reflection and remembering should culminate in the worship of God. So take a few moments today, reflect on who you once were, read verse 7, noting the past tense, and praise Jesus for saving you and making you new. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.